Love Talk Radio. Thank you. 
Everybody can participate. You all know this song. You all know this. And this is the season where we celebrate the Christ child. And so we're going to do that, continue to do that all this week. Think about the sacrifice. Think about what was necessary to redeem the world. We need to celebrate. We need to recognize the goodness of God on our behalf. And so we're going to do that. Come on, we, we know we got our mask on, but you can ma- make that resonate even through the mask. So let's, let's, let's just have a congregational song. I know we're not really permitted, but as long as you put your mask up, we're good. Let's do that together. Oh, come let us, oh, come, come on, come on, oh, come let us, oh, come let us adore him, Christ alone, for he alone is worthy. Is worthy. Come on, come on, saints of God. He alone is worthy. 
sing our songs, no one will. If we don't sing and lift the name of Jesus, no one else will. You know, um, I just want to share this before we go into our quick announcements. I was uh, led to a, uh, during this season, I've been watching uh, Christmas movies. I don't need to watch killing and murdering and all that stuff all the time. Don't have to watch sex and violence all the time. So I was watching Christmas movies on Lifetime, right? And I didn't see a whole lot of Christmas stories that looked like me. So I was listening to Dana's show on Monday, and Latanya King said something about Tubi. It's another streaming flat platform, right? And so. I turned to Tubi and I saw all these folk are doing Christmas stories with people that look like me. And so one of the things they were doing, there's some, there's some interesting different things uh, as you watch on TV, these Christmas stories. And there was one I was watching yesterday. It was pretty good. But they got to the point where they were singing, go tell it on the mountain. They were singing, go tell it on the mountain. And I was, you know, I was jamming with it, jamming with it, enjoying it, and what have you. But, but when they said, uh, uh, that Jesus Christ is born, they took the words out and just said, and he is born. Well, I said, well, who is the he? And they kept singing, and, I, and that just reminded me, if we don't sing our songs, who will? This is a Christian holiday. And we need to be bold in our faith because we recognize what God did through his child. And I don't know about you, I'm almost overwhelmed sometimes when I think about the sacrifice. If, if, if those of you who are parents, how many of you would give up any of your children for this world? I mean, think about that. You going to give up your child for what's running around in Congress? You going to give up your child for stuff that's happening on our streets? But God did just that 
for you and for me, for the folk we like and the folk we don't like, salvation is free to all. And so when we come into this place and come into this space, we need to know why we are here. I, I know we got the lights up and we got the trees, but we need to know why we're here because Jesus Christ is born. Is born. And so we're going to continue in worship. This is not my Sunday. This is Minister Dr. King's Sunday, but but that struck me, and that's, it's because of uh, Latanya, because she told me about Tubi, and I went on Tubi to look at some Christmas show, and then they, you know, I like to sing, and when I was singing, I'm like, well, they make the words. Y'all know, y'all know, y'all know one of my strengths or perceived strengths is I like to sing. I don't care what y'all say, I like to sing. And one of my secret things about singing is I may not have the best voice, but the good news is because my mom was a minister of music, I learned all the words. And when you know all the words, you can fake it till you make it. Oh, I, I ain't got no help up in here. Okay, all right. Let me, let me go on. I don't want to take his preaching time, but we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, to all of you who uh, poured out your blessings to the people uh, for our annual Christmas toy drive. We got a room full of toys back there, and we are excited to give those toys away today and to spread the good news of Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. We are grateful for your generosity, Ebenezer. And again, whenever we do things and we do it well and we have done it well, we got to raise the bar. We got to raise the bar, just like we did in thanks on Thanksgiving with the turkeys. We want to raise the bar for the Christmas giveaway for 2022. And so I don't know what's back there, but whatever's back there, we won't double for next year. Praise the Lord. We got to speak it into existence. Also want to continue to, to ask you to continue with your generosity and your support. You all know what we uh, have to do, and uh, uh, don't be clear, Ebenezer. We don't have $900,000 in the bank. <laughs> I can't get no help here. I want to be clear. We got to do our part. We got to do our part, and we will, and God will bless our efforts. So don't get weary in well-doing. Your stewardship matters. Also, I want to thank those of you who turned to Channel 11 on uh, the other night. Uh, I heard from some preacher friends of mine. They said, oh, my God, Ebenezer getting some wonderful publicity. And, and you, Pastor Percy, you look like you know how to conjugate your verbs and you look a little intelligent and your suit was hanging off of you pretty good. So, but all I say is to God be the glory for the doors that God is opening on our behalf. This is not about me. This is about we. This is about we. And uh, the reporter certainly... Uh, uh, casted Ebenezer in a wonderful light, and we were so grateful uh, that they wanted to stop by and talk with us. And they're looking forward to our 120th. They told us to let them know when we get prepared because they want to come back and celebrate with us on our 120th anniversary. Amen. Amen. Let's continue to worship this, this morning. Oh, yes, thank you. I'm going to bring it up. This is a season of giving, and I, I just believe in, I just believe in the power of saying thank you for the little things, for all the leaders. Uh, my my wife and I, we 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 bought little 
bunt cakes for all of our leaders uh, that we, <laughs> we so we want to give those out to those who are in leadership, our trust, uh, our, those who have been labored here through COVID, our musicians from March of 2020 till now, to Latanya and Minister King who continue to bring uh, our, make certain our audio and our broadcast is good. And so many, even we want to say thank you uh, uh, to Rocky, uh, the facilities management team, for all you continue to do. Uh, we don't have all the resources we want, but we can say thank you. And we want to do that. Uh, but we have a special presentation. I'll let Minister King do that because uh, uh, he does those kind of things pretty well. Amen. Amen. I won't be before you long because I know we want to continue with worship. Uh, I went to pastor person and um, uh, he somewhere I thought I saw him come in a minute ago. Uh, but I asked, I said, if I get a uh, if I get a card, I want to uh, honor somebody. Uh, you guys may not know this, but every Sunday we come here. Uh, you think every for you all that are watching at home, it looks kind of seamless for you all that are in the room. It looks seamless to you as well. Uh, but there is somebody who pay, plays a very integral part <clears throat> in what we do every Sunday. Uh, how many of you all know that these things that we hold in our hands, these microphones, they don't work on their own. Uh, they work on something called batteries. Uh, this pulpit is cleaned and wiped down immaculately every Sunday, and we appreciate that. Uh, but because this person does this out of the kindness of her heart, ever since I've been here um, they've made sure that we've never had a Sunday where the batteries weren't where they were supposed to be. We've never had a Sunday where the pulpit wasn't wiped down. And even though she told me just this morning that there was no towel up here for me particularly, we want to honor Miss Beverly Stenson this morning. Deacon Lee, can you help her up, please? Thank you. Come, come on. Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 just a small token. Yes, come on up, come on. Right. I'm not gonna tell Beverly's business because that ain't my that's not my job. But I do want to honor her this morning because she makes sure that the two of us are well taken care of in this here area right here. Um, and, and she wipes it down after I've already wiped it down, and that's all right. But she makes sure that these things have batteries, and she never asks for a dime. She don't turn in a receipt or nothing. So this is for myself and Pastor Person, just a little something for you, even though I ain't got no towel. That's all I got. <laughs> Amen. I love Sister Beverly's spirit. Because she says that all of us can do something. And what I like about it, she just does not give voice, but she gives activity uh, to doing what she can. And we are certainly, certainly grateful to her for that. Amen. Let's continue with worship this morning. Anybody got a praise in their heart this morning? Anybody got a praise in their heart this morning? God wants your praise. He wants your honor. He wants your worship. Come on and clap with us. 
and glory. We could have stayed right there. They all belong. Come on, come on, come on. Don't lose that. Don't lose that. Don't lose that. Come on. Come on. Just sing that. Blessings and glory. Come on. Hallelujah. 
One thing I like about praise is just because the music stopped don't mean you have to. Amen. Amen. The Bible says he's looking for some true worshipers that can worship him in spirit and in truth. That simply means that, yeah, even when the song stops, if I still feel it down on the inside, I, I, even when the soloist stops singing, I, I can still praise him even. Okay, all right. Blessings and glory, they all belong to him. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind because it is offering time. Keep, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Yeah, I see, yeah, see, I worked that in there. Blessings and glory, they all belong to him. So keep that in mind. It's offering time. It's all, if it's all his, then what, what's the hesitation? Mm. Ah, come on, come on. It is offering time. There are five ways you can give. Again, we are honored to have you all here today. Uh, but there are five ways, five ways you can give. You can give uh, simply on our website, on our website, EbenezerBronzeville.org, EbenezerBronzeville.org. Hit the Give Now button. Give Now button and give, give, give uh, whatever you can. Amen. If you choose to text to give for those of you who might be in the room, you didn't bring your credit card or your checkbook or whatever, you didn't bring cash, guess what? You can text to give. Real simple. I'll read the number real slow because they say I talk too fast. The number is 312-779-0146. For those of you at home, it's already on your screen, so you have the luxury. Wait till we get ours in here, then y'all have it too. 312-779-0146 is the text to give number. 312-779-0146. If you have Zelle, Zelle, yeah, you know, quick pay, however that works. Zelle, quick pay. That phone number is 773 773- Nine six zero nine zero two eight. Again, quick pay. Zell seven seven three nine six zero nine zero two eight. And then last but not least, if you just feel like stopping by, if you're already here, forty five zero one South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois six zero six five three. You can drop that in the mail as well. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you in advance. Lord God, just for being you, God, we thank you that in a little over a week from now, we'll celebrate the coming of your son. Lord God, we just immediately want to say thank you, God. We recognize that it's not about the gifts under the tree, God, but it's about the one who would come so that he could die on the tree. And for that, we said thank you. Now, God, as we get ready to collect these offerings in your name, God, we ask that you would give the givers, God, a heart of giving, a heart of sacrifice on today, God, because you know what we stand in need of. God, we appreciate the blessings, but we know there is work still for us to do. And God, for that, we say thank you and we bless your name. Now, bless the gifts and the giver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Acknowledge the presence of our visitors who are here today. We are glad you are here with us. We see some daughters of Ebenezer in the house today. It's good to see the daughters of Sister Marie Tanzu, granddaughters of Sister Marie Tanzu in the house. Good to see Lorinda and Angie. Good to see y'all today. And uh, there are others who are here, uh, those who are worshiping with us. We welcome you again. We send a virtual hug to you all, uh, knowing that we have to be uh, proactive as we navigate through this time in which we are living. Um, also want to make mention for those of you, uh, the officers are still accepting names for those persons who have transitioned that you want to be remembered or names to be called for next Sunday. Next Sunday is the last Sunday of the year, and we want to remember uh, because there is power in calling the names of those who have uh, slipped the bonds of this earth and are resting uh, in the bosom of our God, our Father. And so if you want to do that, if you want those names to be called, uh, please send them to the office uh, by tomorrow, uh, and we will call those names as we remember uh, those members of our faith community and friends of our community who have transitioned in 2021. I want to acknowledge this card from Reginald Jones and family it says, praying the Lord's blessings, your giving heart in abundant measure. Thank you. Thank you for what you did, Ebenezer, to support uh, the Jones family uh, during their time of bereavement. 
we're lifting uh, in uh, on our prayer list today. We're continuing to pray for uh, Deacon James Smith, who is here in the building with us today. Uh, we praise God for his presence um, and continue prayers for his family uh, in the loss of his daughter. Um, we know that that's a heavy burden, um, and we are continuing to lift up uh, Deacon Smith. Crystal Davis, who's continuing on the men. Uh, Natalie Dumas, who is here today. I think I saw her. She, well, there she is. She's here today. Uh, Juanita Cooper, Lindsay Mayfield, Marguerite Jones, uh, the mother of Reginald Jones, lifting up Reginald Jones today as well. Uh, Doris Robinson of Beverly Stinson, Latima Nathan, the niece of Minnie Peggs, Deacon Chester Coleman, uh, lifting up the brother of one of our members who joined online, Jan Williams. Her brother Harold had a stroke and is in the University of Chicago. We're lifting him today. Continue to pray for Elise and Willie Grant, Alfred Moore. Uh, continue to pray for our brother beloved, Kenneth Sexton, uh, who we did not get some uh, good news, uh, but God. God is still yet able, and his spirits are continually high. I uh, spoke with him yesterday, and as we were watching football together uh, at a distance, uh, he his spirits are high. We're continuing to pray for many pegs, Al and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, uh, Grace Lee, Reverend Mary Grant, uh, Sarah Phillips, uh, Mary Alexander, Rosa Conway, Ethel Brunson, Gladys Evans, um, Patricia Hatcher lifting her in prayer, Calvin Malone, Stanley Stovall, and Alvania Hawkins we're lifting in prayer. And we see Sister Dorothy Gibson in the building. We're continuing to pray for you uh, as you are, as God is doing what God is going to do with you. And we're celebrating also your daughter's 50th birthday. We're thanking God for that 50th birthday, uh, praising God for that every Every prayer list don't necessarily have to be something bad. It can be a celebration as well. Amen. Amen. Let us, let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we come before you, God, with a list that is long, remembering Brother Rob Martin, who's in the hospital right now. God, we know that despite whatever we go through with our bodies, that you have promised, O oh God, that you would never leave us nor forsake us. That even when the news is not the best, we know and we can attest that your grace is indeed sufficient for us. And so, God, we lift these upon that are upon our prayer list today, O oh God, asking, O oh God, that you would touch them at the point of their need. God, some on this list are looking for financial blessing. Others are looking for physical restoration, O oh God. Some, O oh God, are battling depression. Others are battling loneliness, O oh God. Whatever your people stand in need of, God, we ask that you would touch them. God, we are mindful that during this season, it is difficult. It is challenging. And there are many people who are going through this season alone, God, but let them feel your presence right now, God. We're asking, oh God, that you would sustain them with your love, 
with your mercy and with your kindness. God, we thank you for our church, oh God. We thank you for all that has happened this year and those things that are about to happen in the new year. God, we pray, oh God, that you will draw draw us closer in our pursuit for oneness because we know, God, that it's a good thing when your people dwell together in unity, that we can do anything, oh God, that we set our minds to, oh God, that when we are unified and following your will, oh God, you will bless the hands the work of our hands. God, we thank you, God, for this privilege. God, I thank you for this privilege to serve your people in this place for such a time as this. Thank you, God, for those things that I have learned, oh God, in this journey. I thank you, God, for this assignment. And God, I ask you continue to guide and direct me, oh God, along this path. I thank you, God, for the people that you've given to me, the shepherd. God, I thank you for each and every one of them, O oh God. And I pray, O oh God, your richest blessings in their lives. God, you are an awesome God. You are amazing, God. God, you keep on doing great things for us. And for that, O oh God, we are glad. God, we ask now that you would take charge of the balance of this service. We Thankful, God, to the, for the preacher who will come, O oh God, to lift your name today. God, we're thankful for all things, and in all things we give you praise. Through Jesus Christ our Lord we pray. Amen. I believe that we are going to have a sermonic selection, but before we delve into that, I want to say, I said this um, at, a, uh, at the church meeting um, that I was grateful to um, Minister King. Where is he? Is he? I want him to hear this. He heard it already, but I want him to hear it in the presence of God's people. Um, I am grateful to him uh, for his continued support in the work in ministry here at Ebenezer. Um, For any preacher or any incoming preacher, it is never an easy thing to have people who are here prior to you get here. It's, it's a difficult dynamic. Amen. But yet we were able to press through. We were able to press through because the God that's in him and the God that is in me. Amen. And I'm grateful for all the work that he continues to do for his support. And I learned from my mentor. You can keep playing. Y'all keep playing. I learned from my mentor, uh, Pastor Sims, that you just don't let anybody in the pulpit. When you have to be away or have to go away or whatever the case may be, that you have to guard the pulpit with dogged determination. And so whenever I am away or have to be away, I am grateful for his presence and willingness to step in. And I will also say that... um, Uh, He will never understand how deeply grateful I am for what he did in support of me and my family uh, when my father transitioned this year. Uh, I have to be transparent. I was not in good shape. I couldn't have did it. I wouldn't have did it. And if I, I'm just grateful that I didn't have to beg, borrow, but he said, hey, whatever you need me to do. And while we're still adjusting 
and the pain is still raw. I'm grateful for the people that God sends to be rams in the bush. Amen. So the next speaking voice that you will hear will be that of the associate pastor of Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. You're going to get a new title in 2022, by the way. He don't know what it is. But for today, because really, real service don't need a title. But just for our edification, the next speaking voice will be that of Minister Dr. Dana King. Amen. Thank you. 
even stand a chance. My praise outweighs the best. So I'm about to praise you. Who the good and the bad. I'll praise you. Whether happy or sad, I'll praise you. In all that I go through, because praise is what I do. But I Wanna be close to you? I lift my hands in praise. Praise is who I am. I'll praise Him what I can. I lift my hands in praise. Lord God, we didn't know how we was going 
don't make it, Lord, but you did. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you for keeping every promise. Hallelujah. We thank you for keeping every promise. Hallelujah. Lord, praise is what I do. I do. It's what I do.
That's you respond. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's, I, I want to get into this, but I, I feel the need to. Y'all can just play softly something. Just amen. Hallelujah. Um, I want to say to uh, first again, I'm thankful for the opportunity to be uh, in this pulpit and. I heard the pastor person mentioned this uh, the other day, and um, he mentioned it on Bible study as well. And uh, I wanted to just make mention that I recognized what your family went through um, this past year. And for me, uh, never having a father I did not understand the physical pain, but mentally I could receive what you all went through. So I, I am, um, I felt not needed, but obligated to do um, whatever it was I could do in those moments. And then for those, there are others who have suffered this year. And I know a lot of times, Evan likes to tease me, but a lot of times I, all I want to talk about is praise. And then she come in here singing the song, and I didn't bug nobody this week about it because Pastor and I had an arrangement. You you preach on Advent? I said, well, yeah, I guess I can preach on Advent. So no, I, I'm I'm going to do that. But I'm grateful because see, I can praise God in any in any circumstance. And if we can't get happy about the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I just don't know what, what we can get happy about. I, if, that ain't, if that ain't reason enough for you to... Okay, all right. Thank you. I want to say this too publicly uh, to every musician here at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Thank you. Thank you for Friday for giving up your, should have been an hour, but the two and a half hours of your time on Friday to come down here and make sure that what we put out to the world was excellent. And I want you to know that I appreciate it. And I'm sure those listening and watching, because we did some work after y'all left, but God bless you and thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to every one of you, even the ones that had to work and had tried. I appreciate you. And those who took out of your schedule and left work, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. Amen. Amen. Our scripture text, our scripture text has already been read, but I'll uh, read again for your hearing. comes from the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah. You don't have to stand up again. Uh, Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4. And then it simply says, <clears throat> For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, Neither have the eye seen, O God, beside thee, what he had prepared for him that waiteth for him. The word of God is already blessed. Let me pray. Father God, thank you again, God, for the opportunity. God, I ask right now that you would move me out of the way, God. Right on my tongue and only allow me to say what it is you would have me to say, God. Anything that's already been typed, God, if it does not give you glory, let me skip right over it. But, God, we just want to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to talk just a uh, lift up for a few minutes this morning. Uh, 
And I won't be up here long at all, for real. That ain't just Baptist talk. That's for real. I want to lift for a few minutes this morning from the subject of the boldness of hope. The boldness of hope. Hope. H-O-P-E. Hope. Hope. This word hope is a, it's, it's a very uh, strange thing because every day somebody somewhere uses that small magical word hope. It's, 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 it's tough to live or even uh, make it through a single day without it. Uh-huh. So let's begin with a simple, real, real simple question. What is hope? Hope, hope, hope is, a, is a vision for better days that change us in the present. That's one way of looking at it. Hope is a vision, is a vision that things will get better. Hope, hope that, that, that tells us that there's something ahead, there's something around the corner in sight, and it is good. But, but, but that good future isn't just abstract, because it reaches in and transforms us in the present. Hope, hope, hope. What, what therefore, church, what therefore is the purpose of Christian hope? Christian hope. As believers, as believers, uh, these are the questions that we ask along this Advent journey. Just for clarification, Advent started a little bit right after Thanksgiving. And technically, technically, according to the liturgical calendar, Advent ends on Friday. On Friday, which means y'all get all of y'all jingle bells and your, 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 you know, your hallelujah choruses and, 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 and your silent nights. You get all that stuff good and, you know, Friday and then Saturday we celebrate. We know that's not its actual day, but that's the day we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A few weeks ago, we gathered in this very place with other churches to celebrate Thanksgiving and all that it meant. And I'm one who loves the Thanksgiving holiday, not just for the food, but for the fact that it reminds us just to be thankful. Not just thankful for what we have, but thankful for what's to come. Advent. What's to come. So we sat around and we joined up with other churches and they came in and they, we gathered together and we spoke, we sang, we preached, we, we laughed and we cried. We did all those things. And then even in our city, we, they, lit up, uh, they lit candles and they lit up buildings because with the, the, the thought and the thinking and the processing that there was something good coming. Advent, Advent. But Advent is not just a hope that's full of superficial optimism. Right? It's not that. It, 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 it has to be something that's God-given and that God puts in us to desire from him. We have to desire his very presence. Hope, 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 hope. From the outset, from the outset, church, we avoid confusing, confusing Christian hope uh, with the spirit of can-do optimism. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Christian hope is not about positive thinking. Nor can it be reduced to a feel-good slogan or a feel-good sermon. See, see, the gift of hope is grounded in divine grace, and it's not some kind of motivational tool that can serve your personal or professional or even your spiritual goals. See, if anything, we, 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 we have to embrace somewhat uh, this thing called hope. We have to embrace it in a, in a different kind of way. I, actually, we, it's kind of precarious the way we choose to embrace this thing called hope. Matter of fact, church, if you really think about it, Christian hope uh, can be some, some sort of a, a paradox, so to speak. 
You see, we stand, we stand, me, myself, uh, pastor person, and preachers all around the world stand in pulpits these few weeks speaking of this thing called Advent. Advent, the Christian Advent, talks about peace and hope. We talk about hills being made low and valleys being lifted up. We, we talk about lions laying down with lambs. We, we talk about swords beaten into plowshares. And, and then we read in our Bible these ominous warnings that look like the end of a watch of a crazy man coming in the woods telling us that salvation is coming. And then, then, then we pronounce beautiful promises to the poor and the oppressed. And then we center our worship on these ethereal concepts of hope, peace, joy, and love. And then, and then, after the Sunday benediction, we all rush out to the parking lot and go back into these realities of our everyday life. But if truth be told, if truth be told, church, there's so much more than what we rush back into. Because, see, we rush into charity drives. We, we rush into the ringing bells of the Salvation Army. We rush into jewelry commercials. We rush into family pressures and worries about money. But then we stop worrying. We just drown our worries in tinsel and, and sweets and all those things. And, and then we have a hope for peace uh, from an amped up society that only wants to talk about the gifts of Christmas. You were saying earlier, and I, and I was low-key, Susan heard me. I kept saying, get out my sermon, get out, get out my sermon, because we, we start worrying about the things that, 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 that really don't matter. And if we're not careful, if we're not careful, church, we can give away to those things because they feel somewhat real. Because truth be told, you know, we can all think back, we can sit and say, I can describe for you what the smell of a mall smells like. Right now, we know what the mall smells like. It, it, you know, they got the, the Christmas one burning back there now. They got the Christmas candles and the lady standing out there spraying you that, with perfume and cologne that you do not want. And there's Christmas cookies baking all over the place. You can smell sweets and everything when you go to the mall. Then there's the 24-7 holiday music stations that are playing the great Christmas songs all day long. Past the person has found a brand new channel called Tubi that helps him celebrate and he can watch 24-hour I didn't see Pam say amen one time to that, but he can watch Christmas movies all day long with whatever he wants. But, but then we turn on the news and we see starvation and sickness, and then we got this thing where we don't know what kind of variant we own next, but all of these things are happening. Then, when we look at our own lives and those that we love, we see the brokenness. We see the anger. We see the, the sadness. We see the distrust. And, and if we're honest with ourselves, I can even admit that sometimes it's easy. It gives us a strange comfort to lose ourselves in the holiday buzz. But if we can talk honestly for a moment, getting lost in the Christmas buzz is just like trying to get high to get away from your problems. You see, because we tend to believe sometimes that the perfect gift can heal the breach in our relationships. We, we tend to believe that because we see little puppies and bowls on TV, that it's going to obscure us for a while while the darkness inside of us continues to be present. But throughout all the week, preachers stand and talk about this other reality. 
You know, the one that's often hard for us to see, the one we, we, we never touch, you know, the, the reality that the Bible tells us about of the enduring peace. The Bible tells us about transforming hope. There is this eschatological vision of rightness, the, 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 the light that darkness can never put out. Every week of Advent, we suggest that Christmas actually does mean something. That Advent means something is coming. That something changes at Christmas time. And then we start using these theological words like incarnation and salvation. And, and, and then we sing, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. And, and then we bless the congregation and then we send them back again into the real world. But yes, Ebenezer, I'm talking about the boldness of hope. Because if truth be told, as the scripture talks about, uh, we're still waiting at times. You see, because if I'll be honest with you, just because Christmas is coming doesn't mean cancer is leaving. You see, just because Christmas is coming doesn't mean jobs will suddenly appear. Just because Christmas is coming doesn't mean that tensions between you and I will disappear. Just because Christmas is coming doesn't mean that all relationships will be mended. Just because Christmas is coming doesn't mean that we don't still miss that small voice or the smile or the laughter or the embrace of loved ones that we lost. This might not be the shouting kind of sermon, but I want to be real transparent with you. The birth of Jesus doesn't erase the death of a child or the loss of a spouse or a parent. But here is the other side of it. Unless you and I announce this thing called Advent and embrace these good and harsh realities and we make a space for them that gives them voices and gives them the voices that they need, we will feel more alone and isolated right now than any other time of year. You do know that this is one of the most heightened times for suicide in the world. Because Christmas, when you think about it, the first thing you think about is family. But what about the individual that lives alone in a one-bedroom apartment who ain't got nobody? What about that person standing on the corner who doesn't have anybody except the people they see walking down the street? What about that family member that's so isolated because you don't understand them so they never feel welcome? What about that church member that you only see on Sunday but you hope and pray that you see them the following week? We don't know how they live. And we're guilty of not knowing. Part of Christmas should embrace us to move towards fellowship. Yeah, 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 to move towards fellowship. But, but, but as, 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 as the scripture likes to tell us, it said this thing in, in, in the beginning of Isaiah. It says, come, Lord Jesus, oh, come, Emmanuel. You see, because when the rest of the world would rush us out, they want to get us out of our depression real quick and embrace the celebration. God calls us. To these things, God says, Emmanuel, God is with us. God wants us to embrace while we're waiting. God wants us to remember that Christmas is coming and that the end has already been written. We are the people of the promise. And we wait for its fulfillment. Advent commissions us in our hope 
and that our hope is vital to the Christian life. It's vital to our Christian success. And it has to be more than something that's fleeting, like a good Christmas commercial from what used to be the J.C. Penney catalog. But see, our, our task in, 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 in Advent is to journey in hope and expectation of the God who breaks open heaven and descends it with power and glory down to earth so that he might save some fallen creatures from the hell that we should be going to. Uh, ain't nobody going to agree with me because I know some of y'all super saved, so hell was never an agenda for you. But I'm talking about, I can, I'm, I'm preach, Dana. I'm going to talk about me. I know where I should have been going. Uh-huh. And I know if it was not for what God had already planned for me, that's exactly where I would be headed. But, 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 something is coming. And the Bible was telling us that he was trying to tell the people that I know you're in bondage, but something greater is on the way. Because truth be told, uh, Ebenezer, we don't walk and wander through this life aimlessly. Uh-huh. Uh, for hope, watch this, for hope names our status as believers oriented toward heavenly, heavenly things. And though we face difficult and arduous times, we are on this journey this, with this thing called the boldness of hope. In hope, in hope, we grasp that human history is neither, neither meaningless or flux. It's not about the violence that's going on in our area. It's not about this endless cycle of depression, this endless cycle of I hate you and you hate me and all of those things. When we talk about hope, it takes us into the story of God's love and restoration for his creation. And because of this, we are not a people of despair, but a community commissioned to speak and act on the God's work that is our purpose. We must be careful, very careful, not to get so caught up and bogged down with the challenges of life. Because see, Romans 12 and 2 said it like this, be ye not conformed to this world, but what? But be ye transformed by the renewing of your, I got one or two Bible readers. I, I, our, our response as believers does make a difference. For our hope has been entrusted that neither feast nor famine are barriers to that revelation. Let me help somebody. It doesn't matter whether I'm hungry or not, I still have hope. It doesn't matter what the job says, I still have hope. It doesn't matter what people say, what rumors might say, I still have hope. Let me bring it home. It don't matter how many fake fires we stand in the corner and start, we still have hope. Because I recognize that I don't stand here because I've been so good. That's why you have so many empty buildings and churches right now that were closed down because the people believe that it's open because they were so good. The minute we start thinking that our church is open because we're so good, there is a hell damnation waiting for us. We got to recognize that it's not because we've been so good, but it's because he has been so good to us. As, as, as Isaiah said in the scripture, no eye has seen 
any God besides you who works for those who wait for him. This Advent season, we have to learn to be alert. We have to learn to be awake. We have to learn to pay attention. For the Lord of hosts is coming. In our text, in our text, and I'll be done shortly. In our text this morning, the Old Testament book of Isaiah, God through the prophet is promising the Israelites, his children, that the exile is about to come to an end. That there's no longer need to despair because God's people are about to go back home. Isaiah, Isaiah begins this in the 40th chapter of Isaiah, the 40th chapter, verse 1. He says these words, comfort, oh comfort my people, says your God. Comfort, oh comfort my people, says your God. See, Isaiah is one of those really, really beautiful examples in Scripture of the vital biblical concept of hope. Now, in the modern vernacular, hope has to do with wishing for something and wanting something, something which may or may not come true. For example, I wished yesterday that I had bowled better. I wish I had bowled better yesterday. That was my wish. I, I had it in my head. I got there and I threw the ball. And, you know, as they like to say, I just took my turn and sat down. However, I wish I had bowled better, but that's okay because y'all have a similar secular type of hope too. Some of y'all wish that the Chicago Bears would win a Super Bowl while y'all still young enough to remember it. And, you know, that's y'all's hope. That's y'all's hope, you know. But needless to say, needless to say, hope as a secular concept, contains a fair amount of uncertainty because it depends on our limited human abilities. Uh, but theologically speaking, on the other hand, hope is another matter. See, in Scripture, hope is the expectation of a favorable future under God's direction. Yeah, in other words, we expect that God is going to do just what God said he was going to do. It's one thing, watch this, for me to tell you that everything is going to be okay. But it's another thing for God to say, comfort, oh, comfort my people. Okay, okay. You see, the former is a wish and a desire that we really, really want to be true, but the latter is a promise that we can trust because hope is tried and true. Now, 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 for God's people, the exile was and hope that their, their hope was centered on their exile and wanting to go back and take back their country. They wanted to get their country back. And eventually, they developed a new expectation. It changed from expecting to go back to the, to, the, to the place that they lost to expecting a Messiah, the one who redeemed, who would redeem and save God's people. But here is, the, here is where we lost track. You see, for centuries, that hope was centered around a political figure. See, they wanted somebody to come and overthrow the current ruler so they could take back the home of King David. That's what they wanted. But what we now know, of course, is that God had something different in mind. He had a Messiah who would indeed redeem and save, just not in the way God's people thought. Can we just talk for a moment? Sometimes we ask God for stuff and he gives it to us, but it just doesn't show up in the way. You, you, you know, because see, watch this. God recognizes that when, it, when, we, when we make it about us, 
it might not work or it might not last. Okay, okay, okay. You, you, you see, you see on, on, this, on this third and, and final Sunday of Advent Church, we read that the prophet Isaiah, and, and they are reminded that our comfort, we read from Isaiah, that, 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 and we're reminded that our comfort is not dependent on how we feel, but that our hope is in Christ. Christ who is always with us. Christ who is our Lord and our Redeemer. Christ who saves us and in whom we have eternal life. Because our circumstances is not our exile, thank God. Come on now. But we do have spiritual longings and spiritual needs that at this time and day will come to fruition that only God can meet. With little than a week to go until Christmas, I'm sure there are those here this morning who might be in need of a little hope. I'm going to wrap this thing up. Yeah. Because, see, we all bring wishes and desires to this time of the year. That's the secular hope. But those all too often disappoint us. Wishes for things that we don't have or something to be different than it is or desire to change something that seems to be too difficult or frightening on our own that we can't manage. Or we desire that things could somehow be the way they used to be. That's the challenge. There are challenges in our lives that are sometimes so overwhelming and so frightening that, we, that there's too much for us to bear on our own, so we just say, oh, we'll just stay where we are. But see, that's secular hope. That's not our hope, because our hope is in his assurance. Our hope is that God walks with us through all our life, the good times, the, the bad times, the, the joyful and the sorrowful times. And as members of the body of Christ Church, we have each other that we can lean on, both to lean on in difficult times and to celebrate in happy times. But making a way for hope means trusting in the promises of God. I'll say that again. Making a way for hope uh-huh, means trusting in the promises of God. Advent season, Advent is a symbol of Christ's hope. Bible talks about the light shining through the darkness to show us the way. And as we continue, I'm almost done, uh, our Advent season, our Advent journey together, may we allow the hope of Christ to comfort and sustain us. Yes, Ebenezer, I, I believe that if we start to walk in this boldness of hope, even in these dark days that we live in right now, there will be a shining in the dark space. Because guess what? You are supposed to be the light in the dark place. When the world is dark around you, you let your light so shine. Okay, all right. Just because everybody else is walking around in darkness, your light ought to shine because he's been good to you. Because truth be told, our hope, you said it earlier, is not in the Senate or the House. Our hope is not in the White House. Our hope is not in, I know some of y'all might want it, but our hope, church, is not in another PPP loan. You know, because our hope goes all the way back to that little bit of town called Bethlehem. Our hope is that in the assurance that the wise men will still seek him. Our hope is in the assurance that the Christ child made a way for each and every one of us. I don't know about you this morning. Y'all too late. I'm already done. I don't know about you this morning. 
but I'm going to walk in the boldness of his hope. Hope came into the world to make a difference for all those that believe. And is there anybody who can just help me for one moment? Think back to the old church when the saints would stand on the stage and simply say, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I, I dare not trust, come on, help me, the sweetest frame, but holy lean on Jesus' name. Then the, the old choir would say, oh Christ, oh Christ, the solid rock I stand, all of the ground is sinking sand. The boldness of hope. The boldness of hope. We only got a few days left in 2021. I'm not going to ask you. I'm going to dare you to walk in the boldness of hope. If you are a blood-washed, fire-baptized believer, then why don't you stand up and walk in the boldness of hope? If you are a baptized Fireborn, come on now. You've been tried in the fire. How about we stop walking in 2020 and 2021? We know how much hell was there. But can we walk in the boldness of faith? Watch this now. Walk in the boldness of faith and say everything that I went through in 2020 and 2021, it served its purpose. My faith is different. Can I say this and I'm going to sit down? I made up my mind. I told Pastor Person this. We had a very good meeting about a week ago. And I told him, I said, I'm just in a place that I just don't want to be around negative stuff. I, I don't have time for clicks. I don't, I don't have time for, I don't like, you don't like, I don't, you know. Well, if you don't like them, I can't like them either. And I, I, I don't have time for that because, see, look, I, I said this on the air. I said this on the air on Friday. And, and, and even in the midst of all the craziness that's going on, I said this on the air, on the airways on Friday. I'm in the best mental condition I have ever been in. Mentally. Physically, that's a different conversation. But mentally, mentally, that means, that means, that means my mind is open to a place now that I'm not going to let your issues. You heard me say your issues. Because see, I, I, I'm obligated to carry my own. But I'm not going to let your mess hinder me from my worship. Right? And, and I, can I take it a step further? I'm not going to let your mess hinder what's happening here. Okay, watch. Watch. Right? Pray for me. Pray, pray for me, preacher. Pray for me. Pray hard. Pray hard. Pray hard. Here it is. We all got stuff we don't like. We all have issues. We all have different types of characters and personalities. But if we're built on the foundation of Jesus, if we're built on the foundation of hope, if we can start there, we can move mountains. We can move mountains. So every time you get ready to open up your mouth and say something negative, go back to the beginning. Try that. Every time you like, well, every time she's going to go back to the beginning. Well, every time he decides, go back to the beginning. Well, she said, go back to the beginning. Because, see, if you have to keep starting over, I'd rather you start over than start mess. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. The door of the church is open. The boldness of hope. 
The door of the church is open. The boldness of hope. God bless you. Walk in this season. Walk in this season of hope. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just want to tell you, yeah. Yeah. Y'all snuck this one in on me. Okay. Come on, come on, come on. Let's come on. Can we say I love you, Jesus? Come on. I love Y'all can sing this. Come on. I love I give you the words. I just want to tell you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. Now y'all got the words. It's real simple. It's real simple. Just stand to your feet and help us sing. Come on, say, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I worship. I worship I just want to tell you, Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. Come on. Sing it from your belly. Say, I love you. I love you. I love you.
Hallelujah. Can we just give God a hand clap? The best, the best one you got. The best one, the best one, the best one. The best one. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. I need to, I need the hand clap like you got everything you needed under the tree. Come on. I, come on, I need the best hand clap. Come on, come on. It don't cost you nothing to, to clap your hands. It don't cost you nothing to wave your hands. It, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. We see that there are none. Let's praise God for Minister King today. Oh, y'all can do better than that. Hallelujah. We're going to leave, but Minister King, you got to put a pin in that one. That's one of your best ever. You put a pin in that one. You might want to put that one in publication right there. And if you don't, I will. So, But we thank God for the word. We want to thank God for the word. We're getting ready for our toy giveaway, and we have visitors and guests of our community already in the building. Praise God for your presence. We are excited to be a blessing because we know that we are blessed to be a blessing. And I want to shout out, throw a shout out to my nephew, uh, Akil Hayes, Everest, and Sean's son be, being elected to the National Honor Society at Limbloom High School. Stand up. Stand up. Got great job. Great job. Thank God for a black boy getting the National Honor Society. Y'all can sit there if you want to. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. Um, we're trying to push him in a, to HBCU. We're trying to push him. He liked to play football, but I said, okay, that's good, but you ain't got no heft. But uh, he, he loves playing football for Lynn Bloom, and he wants to go to a HBCU to play. So, but we try to tell him, you, you, use your brain. Use your brain, because that's, that's where the power is and your faith. And so he's here also to help volunteer for the... Uh, the toy giveaway, so pull him to work. Ebenezer, he's looking for stuff to do. No, I'm serious. He's looking for stuff to do. Let's make sure we grab him before the streets try to grab him. Amen. Quick shout out, my daughter. One of them is here. She got in last night from Hampton. And she stayed for a whole service. Now, how'd she stay for your sermon? But she always got to go somewhere when I preach. I, I, I don't know how that works. And then my oldest daughter will be in tomorrow, so we're thanking God everybody will be, be home. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. Thank you, Ebenezer, for your generosity uh, already for some, this season to your pastor. I know Minister King feels the same way as well. You don't have to do it but y'all decided to. 
Okay. Oh, I see there's a birthday girl in the house, Beverly Bogus's birthday today. Praise the Lord. Born in the month of December. They used to get their gifts cut because they're too. But let's don't do that. Let's be a blessing to her. I would send her something, but see, she tried to make fun of me. She said, uh, go Army, beat Navy. Didn't happen that way, did it this year? Praise the Lord. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm partial to the Navy. But happy birthday. Enjoy your day. It's good to have another year around the sun. Amen. Let's look to heaven. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling, to him who's able to present you for his fathers with exceedingly great joy. So the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor, and glory, now, henceforth, and forevermore, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Merry Christmas on Saturday. We'll see you on Sunday morning. Amen.
Good afternoon. Joy to the world. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these blessings shall be added unto you. These blessings. I want you to know just looking at your faces is a blessing to us. We work very hard to bring in the toys for you. And not just toys, but on certain days there will be other things going on at Ebenezer. Welcome to Ebenezer, if I didn't say that. How many of you actually live in our area? Good, good. Spread the word. We're doing good things here. Before you leave, toys will be given in the room to my left. But before you go in there, make sure you stop. There's a lady sitting in the corner in red. Make certain she has your name, address, a working phone number, and then you'll be able to go into the room once your number is called. Is there anybody sitting here who does not have a number? Great. And before you leave, we want you to meet our leader. His name is Daryl in person. He is the pastor of this great church. Having said that, here is Reverend Person. Thank you, Dr. Tolliver. Welcome once again to all of you all here. We're so happy that you are here. We're so happy to be able to be a blessing to you. And we are just so excited. And we know and hope and pray that there will be something uh, that's back in the room there that, will, that your child will enjoy. Uh, as Dr. Tolliver said, hey, you're welcome. A seat of welcome always awaits you here at Ebenezer. We would love to see your kids uh, here at Ebenezer. Uh, and so we are excited. Many of you live close by in the community, and I want you to know a seat of welcome always awaits you here. And on behalf of our entire church, we want to say to you, Merry Christmas. Have a happy new year. Uh, 2022, we, we decree, is going to be an awesome year for all of us. God bless you, and we are so excited that you are here. Thank you, Pastor Person. Let's give a round of applause. I also want to let you know that there is going to be a raffle. We are raffling off a girl's bicycle and a boy's bicycle. So make certain you get a stub for that. There's a young lady standing at the door, waving her hand now. Make sure she gets your name before you go in. So I'm going to now turn the mic over to our caller, Freddie Boyd and Marion Blackman. Are you ready, callers? The first number is 577-032. Proceed to down to the door.
number is called, have a seat. Until your number is called, please have a seat. Have a seat until your number is called. Have a seat. You get the numbers from uh, Mary. I'm calling numbers from Mary. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Have a seat until we call your number. <clears throat> yes. Have, have a seat. I have the numbers when I, I call your number. Okay, well, I'm saying I got the numbers, so when I call the numbers, I the numbers. See, we can't allow. We can't allow. Them. No, see, we don't want too many back there. That's why we call them so many times. So when I finish, they finish and go out. Then I call it up the number. Okay, have a seat right here, young lady. Right here. I got mine. You I'm Right here. I got mine. That's that. Look, that's all. <laughs> 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 
Ready for the wrong number? Okay, the next number, 577-033. Freddie, read the number again, please. 577-033. Who got the number? 033. What is your number, sir? What are your numbers? All right, moving right along. The next number, Okay, we have Okay. Yes, I, I, I have numbers in my hand. So when I call the numbers in my hand, then it's... Mm-hmm. Um, I sit right here. I, when I finish using my hand, then I talk. I'll let you go with I got that now. Okay, the next number is five seven seven oh three five. Proceed to the over there. Number five seven seven oh three six. Proceed to the table, please. 
Let's move on the number. Okay. Uh, okay, get ready. Five seven seven zero three eight. Please. Get ready, five seven seven oh four oh. Zero four oh. Last three digits. Proceed to the table. Okay, five seven seven zero four one. Get ready and march to the table. Zero four one. Zero four two, get ready. Zero four two. Get ready.
0-4-5. Get ready. Social distance, okay? Yeah, go behind me, please. Right now, because we don't want you to get too close to you know. You got to stay close to this. Uh, uh, uh-huh, you stand back. 
movie on the Friday. So after those, that lady back there, then I called this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to go down. Finish with her.